What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that DrLisaO.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com. Welcome back to the show. Today's podcast guest is Jane Barlow Christensen. She is the owner of Barlow Herbals out of Utah. She's an herbalist and She's completely a stranger, went in, decided to interview her. We were interviewing her for my summit, so we decided to do a podcast episode. And I will tell you this, like by the end of it, I felt like she was my new best friend. It's so interesting how life puts people into your life, right? Like I feel like she was a kindred spirit. We had some really great conversations behind the scenes as to what's just happening in 2020 because we're all experiencing the same stuff. And so again, there's so much stress that we are trying to deal with. We are trying to figure out life right now. And what I'm hearing, a lot of people aren't sleeping very well. It's not just you. So we do deep dive into sleep. It's such an important portion of our life and helping to manage stress. But we also talk a little bit about stress and what you can do that way as well. And then just again, what's happening in this 2020. And why I liked it is because we both kind of, we wanted to look at the positive side of this. So If you feel really stressed out and kind of stuck in a dark space where, I'm going to be honest, I think we've all been there, this gives us a little bit more light and that, again, like I said before, I'm hopeful that there is light at the end of the tunnel. So as we enter into this last quarter of 2020, listen in and I hope you love this podcast as much as I do. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this. 
Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have this great guest here with me today. I have Jane Barlow Christensen. You may know her from some of like, well, Barlow Herbal Supplements. They're great products. And I was laughing with Jane before the show. I love her face serum. I have been using it now for I don't even know how many months, but absolutely love it. So Jane, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Lisa. It's nice to be here. And the face serum, yes, highly addictive, but it's a good addiction. So, I know, and yeah. it's with the essential oil. Like I would always make up my own, but you guys make it so convenient that I can just order it and not have to make up my own. <laughs> yeah, no, the, there's actually a pretty funny story behind it. So a couple of years before I turned 50, about 12 years ago, I started thinking I need to do something different for my face besides just soap and water mm-hmm. and baby lotion because <laughs> my mom used baby lotion on her on her skin. That's what she all it's all she ever used, <laughs> and that's what me and my sisters did. We just soap and water and baby lotion. And so as I was getting closer to 50, I'm thinking, I should probably do something more nourishing for my skin than baby lotion. So I started playing around with herbs and oils and butters and essential oils. And, and I, I never meant this to be a product oh, wow. that was out for people ever. But if anybody knows anything about my history, I'm one of 14 kids. There's nine girls in my family. So when I started formulating this serum, like I said, just for myself, I started sharing it with my sister saying, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And as it became a perfect formula, I would make it all for my sisters and then they would start sharing it with all of their friends. (laughs) And pretty soon I would spend every weekend making serum for all these people who wanted the serum. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I brought it out. Now, what happened about, I don't know, 10 years ago, one of my sisters said, how about if you just show me how to make it? And then I'll, then I'll, uh, then, then you don't have to make it for me anymore. I'm like, okay. So she lives in LA. She came up, but she always comes up two, three times a year and we spend time together. And I spent an afternoon showing her how to make it. So there's six herbs infused into oils. And then there's all these other oils and everything. And she's like, after we were done, she's like, eh, I'm just going to keep buying it from you. <laughs> I'm like, really interested in all the work that it takes to make it. So yeah, you're totally right. It's yeah. nice to have something that's all together and Right. It's, I mean, cause I'm all about in, in teaching everybody healthy living simple. Right. And so that's it, like taking out all the chemicals out of our life in all aspects. Right. So yeah. it's our beauty products. It's, and I always just tell people, if you can't eat it, like I wouldn't really put it on your face or on your skin or on your body. Totally. Right. Whatever, like ends, whatever you put on your skin ends up inside of you. That's what people don't realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we don't have a filter, at least with our liver. Like if we're eating something like your body goes through different filtering aspects of it. So it's directly into your skin. So, um, how about, let's talk about like you, you grew up with this. Your dad is an herbalist. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad was uh, a medicinal botanist. So that basically means his PhD was medicine out of plants. So he used to geek out totally. What would make, what makes a plant tick? Like what part of the plant do you use? What time of day do you collect it? Do you make it into a poultice or a tea or a tincture? Or do you, you know, what do you do with it? And what, you know, what's the Latin name? What's the common name? And where is it indigenous to? And like, this was just what made him tick. So that was his education. So he did have formal education in botany, medicinal botany. And then he just had a love. He just never stopped learning about herbs and herbal medicine. And and so growing up like this, I'm second oldest of the whole family. So this was a part of my very young childhood. Um, we would be driving to church and there'd be 
eight of us, maybe there were eight of us at that point, we were stacked on each other on the back seat. And my dad would see a plant alongside the road that was maybe at the perfect time and he would wanna teach us about it. So he'd pull over and for 10 minutes, he'd pick it, if it was edible, we'd be eating it and this part you use. And so this was just typical. We lived on a big piece of land and we had lots of stuff grown and we had pots everywhere of herbs and yeah, it was very hippie. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so great. It was great. It was really great. And that's how you learn, like, especially as a kid, like that's the best time to learn all of this stuff, right? Yeah, it's totally true. And then when I was a senior in high school, my dad published his book uh, from the shepherd's purse, which is a book of medicinal botany. And it's, it's been uh, 40, 40 plus years. And it's still a very relevant book. It was actually used at Bastyr a university where he used to do a lot of um, lecturing. So Bastyr is a naturopathic college and on the West Coast, for those who maybe don't know, but that is, you know, it's, yeah. So that I grew up with that. And I was, there were times as a teenager, I was super embarrassed of my parents and their hippiness and the millions of kids that were in our family. And I was, you know, 16 and my mom and dad would announce they were getting pregnant. They were pregnant again. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, there's like 10 of us. What are you guys thinking? you know, that's so funny. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you just said that, I was like, Oh, you know what? I use that book through my naturopathy courses. Like as soon as you said that, I was like, wait a minute. I know that book. I guess I never looked at the author (laughs) to even put two and two together. So I'm actually in the process of updating it, reformatting it and adding 40 more plants to it. So I know there's 48 plants in it. And it's, it's been out of print for a long, long time. And we, I'm constantly over these years, uh, I've been asked, why don't you guys republish it? Why don't, and it, and it, it does need to be republished, but it needs to be updated yeah. and it needs to have some more, you know, I'm just like, well, why didn't he include this? And why didn't he include that? So um, I'm hoping to have it done by the end of this year, which That's this really cool. whole quarantine thing has given me an opportunity to, you know, cause usually me and my husband travel a ton mm-hmm. and we had done no traveling this year. So isn't that the truth? I'm usually yeah. the same thing on an airplane every single weekend. Yeah. And it's been, however, I was just, I was recording earlier for the podcast and um, I had talked with this guest about just, we feel like 2020 is literally that time for reflection for everybody to realize what's working and what's not in all of our personal lives. Right. Um, obviously, you know, what we see what's going on. And so even for me, I'm like, wow, you know, that traveling every weekend was exhausting. Yeah, like I, much, right? yeah. So it, it's been a great check-in for myself and how much I actually like being home. Granted, I'm at the point of how many months this is at this point I'm ready to go, but every seminar that I signed up for has been canceled. So I, I you know, I'm still staying at home. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a good time to, cause I'm, I'm like you, I, I'm usually on an airplane a, at least a couple of times a month, whether it's for a seminar, a mastermind, or even just pr- pleasure, you yeah. know? So it's been, in a way, it kind of gives me a deeper appreciation for, like you said, being home, mm-hmm. but also an appreciation for all the traveling that you, we kind of, when you get to do it so much and I've been so lucky and I'm with it, my husband is huge travel. He grew up with parents who they never got Christmas, him and his two siblings, their Christmas and their gifts and what they did, they traveled all over wow. the world while he was growing up. So that's part of, he's kind of dying this year. In his DNA, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really, really lucky. And it used to be kind of like, oh, okay, we got to go fly clear over 
to Amsterdam before we get to here. And it's like, oh, you know, I mean, you really kind of take those things for granted Yeah. when you get them so much. And right now I'm like, I will never, ever complain. And and I, I, it wasn't all the time. It was just kind of a, you get so used to that lifestyle that you really mm-hmm. maybe don't appreciate it at the deep level that you need to. I agree. So. I was definitely there. I'm outside of Detroit. And so that's where I'm close to the Delta terminal, right? Like, or the Delta hub. So you are too, I'm assuming outside of Salt yeah, Lake City. Salt Lake is the Delta yeah. hub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to have that. And um, yeah, I just, as I look at my, I don't even know how many, I mean, I'll make my status this year based off of credit card spending, I think. But yeah, flying, actual flying miles, I think I'm sitting at like 25,000 for the year because it all just stopped right there in February, March, whenever it was. Yeah. Well, if you're like me, my closets, my cupboards, Mm -hmm. my drawers, my junk drawers, clean. There has been so much, you know, that has been, I've been wanting to get to Mm -hmm. uh, that has really been a gift to get to. So I've been really trying to minimalize my life. I don't want to I just have two sons and even though they're grown, I don't want to leave a house full of stuff that they have to go through. Mm-hmm. And this has been a good year for me to, to really focus on how much stuff do I want to accumulate? Right. And really, you know, really I did nice. that. it was early on. I'm like, this is great. I can take everything to goodwill. And then they shut down. And I was right. like, no, you can't. I have all these boxes. So even now I feel as if people are, now that they're open, everyone's throwing stuff over there because we're all yeah. worried about another shutdown, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, I had to kind of start a pile <laughs> um, and because nobody was taking anything, but yeah. it, they have yeah. since opened as well here too. So, yeah. so let's talk about some of the ways, because again, I think um, everybody's really stressed. Uh, we lived in a chronically stressed out society to begin with, and I think 2020 has challenged every single person. So what are some ways that, that you would suggest for, uh, let's, let's just talk about the herbs and that type of stuff that would, people can incorporate into their nutrition plan to really help their bodies adapt to some of the stress levels. Yeah, and that's really the beauty of Mother Nature, because when you're able to learn and then apply the, the gifts of Mother Nature on the level of herbal medicine, um, that's where almost every pharmaceutical comes from in the first place is, is from all the power of plants. You know what I mean? That's where it all that started. But the nice thing about plants is that the side effects are, they're either minimal or non-existent. Right. So there is still a learning curve, but you know, there's a, there's one, uh, there's one tincture. So a tincture is a, a concentrated extract of plants that my dad developed a long time ago that is still a very much a popular one. It's called, he named it R-Tran and it stands for relaxant and tranquility. Mm-hmm. And it has um, two herbs in it. One is valerian root. And a lot of people are very familiar with valerian root because it's used in sleep, sleep aids and natural things. You can get valerian um, and then blue vervain and those two together. And the way they're formulated into a tincture, um, they help to calm the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. So if someone is super, super stressed, and you can take this during the middle of the day, if you have anxiety or stress, because it doesn't make you groggy or sleepy. You can drive your car with it, you know, because if you take an anxiety medication, what they tell you is don't drive a car, don't, you know, don't be doing something that that you could put yourself in danger. Operating machinery, yeah. Yeah. So that's the beauty of mother nature is it can actually bring your body into balance, calm those systems and, and give you, give you steady when you need steady. 
So, and the nice thing about liquids, especially tinctures, is they go to work really quickly and they can cross the blood brain barrier. So you have like all the tinctures we do, they don't have any water or glycerin added. They're completely concentrated and that helps your body absorb them and goes right to the bloodstream. And you're not going to be taking, you know, drinking the whole bottle no. and, you know, you take 20 drops, 25 drops. That's not very much, but it goes to work very quickly. So that's one of my favorites. And I love adaptogenic herbs too, things uh, that help to um, balance your adrenals, uh, balance your hormones, let your body know it's not in fight or flight, uh, mm -hmm. just because you're caught in traffic or just because COVID is here. Yeah, because <laughs> you turned on the news and watched the whatever update. Right, right, right. So <laughs> adaptogenic herbs are probably, I think people are starting to learn about them because I'll say, you know, I'll suggest to someone, I would suggest a really good adaptogen. They're like, oh yeah, like ashwagandha and maca root. And it's like, yes, that is yes. a good adaptogen. And they're simple to get mm -hmm. and they're very, very, very effective. I mean, that's the most beautiful thing is they're very effective. I love just, I love how adaptogens work. Like I have yeah. incorporated those into my practice for a long while, just because it's, right. I mean, there's a lot of people that'll use glandulars and everything else, but I'm like, I just really like the adaptogens. Yeah, so, me too. Me too. What are some other suggestions? Let's talk a little bit about sleep. Cause I know like that's something that I think as people get stressed out, they're not doing. And that's so important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when we were talking earlier, I think one of the most important things is, is to stop watching the news yeah. or watch minimal news because mm -hmm. we're not designed for that type of negativity. And, and it, and if you fill your mind with that, you know, I have a couple of friends who have the news app on their phone and they get notifications several times oh, yeah. during that, even during an hour. And they're constantly getting these shots of negativity and, str and stress. It brings stress mm -hmm. to them. So if you can be brave, delete, if you have this, the, the news app on your phone, delete that, mm -hmm. um, stop watching anything that has a blue light, like your iPad, your iPhone, a couple hours before you go to sleep, because those are not conducive for a full night's sleep. You have to be willing to break out of your habits. And I think that's where we get caught. I have people say, well, I, you know, if they have a TV in their room and they say, well, I can't fall asleep unless the TV's on. Right. Yeah. Okay. It might be uncomfortable for you to break that habit, but what happens is you do something that's uncomfortable. You do it, you do it, you keep doing it it's going to become comfortable. It's just like running a marathon or training to run a marathon, right? It is uncomfortable to train right. and go run. But the more you do it, the more comfortable it gets. So we have mm -hmm. to be willing to get comfortable, to get uncomfortable so that we can get to, the, you have to go to the bad stuff to get to the good stuff. Right. You know, like, break a habit. Lost, like all of that stuff. We got to go through the bad. And a yeah. lot of times we think it's where we were overnight. So to expect it to disappear overnight isn't going to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's like breaking the sugar habit, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's hard because sugar is good and sugar lights up the same part of your brain that heroin does. And yes. the people who love you bring you sugar because mm -hmm. they love you. You know what I mean? So yeah. these things, you know, like if you can get uncomfortable, so stop, I would say if you go to bed at nine or 10, stop watching all technology at seven or eight, yeah. like disconnect. Go and outside. disconnect from watch. social media right now, right? Oh, oh. That's the worst. Yeah. I disconnected from Facebook about three months ago. Yeah. And I have people that will say, um, well, that's the only way I can keep up with my family because 
the picture, I get pictures and I can see what my, I said, you know what, the, your family members know how to reach you. Right. They know how to send you a text. They know how to pick up the phone and call you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lame excuse to stay stuck in that trap of scrolling through social media. So what yeah. I would say to anyone who's listened to this, break that trap because yeah. that is, that is just dangerous. I found it's an addiction. Getting I up, right? Oh, yes. It's a total addiction. It's a whole, yeah. And I think it was yeah. an intentional addiction, right? For people oh, like, sure. So, um, yeah, delete those apps because it is right now it's, um, I think there's a lot of people that are getting off of of social media because what I have even noticed over the course, like there's just, I don't get any alerts, i.e. like when you log in, there used to be tons of like little notifications, not alerts. I shouldn't say that because I don't have those on, on my phone, but now there's none. So I'm like, oh, all right, I'm not the only one that's getting, you know, I check much less frequently. Yeah. I mean, when you literally delete the app on your phone, Mm -hmm. That's where the empowerment comes in. Yes. Because if you think that you couldn't live without that, um, then, then that's a sign that you need to do that. Yeah. And 10 years ago, we all lived without it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to live without my phone because right. I love being able to connect if I'm driving somewhere and I forgot something and, yeah. and I can send a text of love to my sister. If I'm thinking about her in the middle of the day, one of my sisters will say, I love you. Yeah. And that, that's a really beautiful thing about technology, but it's like anything that's a really amazing thing, too much of it, it can actually hurt us rather than help us, rather than improve our life, it can damage our life. I agree. So and I feel like that the, balance. we see that with the younger generation now, right? Like yeah. I feel as if they're just only texting back and forth and they don't even know how to communicate sometimes. I'm not like just making a whole generalization. It's not the whole yeah. generation of that younger, yeah, but yeah. I see it a lot. Like there'll be younger kids in the practice that just can't even have a conversation with me when their parents aren't there because they don't know how to verbalize anything, right? Like it's sad. Yeah. 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 So. Well, I, I hope that this has been a good wake up call year for all these things that we need to shift as humans. I agree. Um, and give us a deeper appreciation for what we really are, which is consciousness, humanity, love of each other. That that's what we need to go. Oh, okay, this is what's really important. I agree. I just watched a podcast yesterday and it was all about unconditional love and that's what we are, right? And we yeah. have to be open to that because um, there can be a lot of evil out there. And so we've got to focus on the good yeah, <laughs> and put and your energy to the good. I totally agree. I also think that we need to remember that there's a lot of discord, discourse mm-hmm. in negativity going on, people who don't agree with mm-hmm. what's happening, how other people are handling it. And we need to remember that we need to stay united because what's that saying? United we stand, divided we fall. Absolutely. We need to stand together mm-hmm. as humanity, even if we don't agree with someone. We need to be together. We need to we need to love each other unconditionally and people will feel that um, mm-hmm. or they won't feel that. So if someone's acting extra f- afraid or they're angry about something that you're doing or not doing, flow love to them and they'll feel it. They'll feel yeah. it. Absolutely. I think that's the perfect note to end the podcast, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Jane, share with them where they can find more information about you. So my website is barlowherbal.com. So just B-A-R-L-O-W-H-E-R-B-A-L. And uh, you can sign up for our newsletter. I put out really great information through that about once a week. And then I have a YouTube channel, which is Barlow Herbal. And uh, I have great videos on there. So yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today. 
Thanks, Lisa. It's been fun talking to you. <laughs> it's always nice to have like-minded people. For sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. We got to find our tribe, right? We do. <laughs> All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.